are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the chain. We're your hosts of the BCC Club. My name is Kendall Landra. And I'm Sarah Shower. And today we are joined by... I'm Hannah Anderson. And... My name is Mackenzie Foltz. Of Mackenzie the Foltz. Which podcast? The I'm like, could we say it in unison over Zoom? I don't think so. Let's try it. The dating, the dating detective. That was yeah. incredible. Nailed it. Right. Mackenzie is a PI and is joining us via Zoom. So if there's ever a confusing moment where you're like, why is Mackenzie taking two seconds to respond? Does she hate Kendall and Sarah? No, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's just taking a minute to hear it for the lagging audio. Um, <laughs> but we're so excited to have you guys here today. They have a podcast called Dating Detectives that they said, and it is just fascinating. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about it? Sure. Well, yes, Mackenzie is a private investigator, and I am a single comedian and armchair sleuth who just stalks everybody on Instagram. Incredible. Sleuths on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie has more stories than you would believe, but then we also get a lot of guests who, I don't know, tell me, tell us about the guests, Mackenzie. So we have, yeah, so our podcast, The Dating Detectives, is just about like what we like to call dogfish, who if you, I'm sure you've heard of the term catfish, which is, you know, someone maybe using someone else's picture to um, lie to someone online about who they are, but the dogfish is what we coined the term to kind of describe someone who is lying about their life or they've got like a secret life or they are who they say they are in person but they are just completely lying about something or um con we we refer to them as like the con men the liars all of those type of the cheers ravaging the dating world yes Mm -hmm. it's truly fascinating and um we were just sarah and i were just on their podcast and uh mackenzie told one of the most insane stories i've ever heard so if you want to listen to that Head on over there. Or it if makes you me, have a story. Yeah, or if you have a story, <laughs> contact them. I didn't know PIs. I, I feel like an idiot. I didn't. I don't think I really understood what a PI was. Uh-huh. And now I feel like a whole world has opened up to me where I'm like, who can I call a PI on? You just yeah. want someone to spam you. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know if someone, I don't even know if I, I have no one in my life who's done anything bad. I might just want some more information. Yeah. Just, I was imagining that Mackenzie was going to be sort of like a bounty hunter, like sort of looking, you know, like dog the bounty hunter. But no, just very pleasant, gorgeous. <laughs> you know, you just follow people and take photos. and It's incredible. You don't tackle anyone or arrest them. No. Beautiful. <laughs> she just um, gets no. in, gets, gets the dirt, gets the tea and gets out. Yeah. Exactly. We think of our podcast as like true crime light. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. no one's getting murdered. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, 
yeah, ah, we don't want that. Not wishing that. But they are <laughs> that's stories. That's people are going to think you were wishing that Ooh, on everyone. No. <laughs> Wait, that's actually a great like title for a podcast, like True Crime Live. Light. No, I know, light. I know. Oh, she said, like, but it'd be kind of like cool to see live because I mean, you yeah. could do the podcast from the car. Yeah, that would be 100% like a hundred percent while on surveillance. Yeah, that's so and funny. An eight-hour podcast, and Mackenzie just like I another mean, hour gone. You no said movement. you did say like um because it reminds me of like only murders in the building. They're doing a podcast, so you're doing a podcast while you're like recording yeah. someone. And I mean, like if you're in the car, like you got a lot of time. Maybe we should do a like a case. Do we like could a, do like a whole series. Yeah, of case. do a car episode case. Can episode. I come? <laughs> I want to come on surveillance. Right? Is that allowed? Like, could we come? Um, I mean. No, because oh. that would be considered unlicensed activity. Okay. So you got to get licensed. Mm. And then that opens up a whole new world for your viewers. That's mm. what I'll say. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Yeah. Whole new meaning to commercial driver's license. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming today and calling in uh, via Zoom. We, as always, we talk about a topic, and today we're talking about misandry. Yes. Do you know what misandry is? We'll explain it to you. Yeah, it's like the uh, opposite of misogyny yes so we did actually do this episode once before but i threatened some of the men we talked about and youtube took it down (laughs) oh so we're back baby and we're gonna do it again this is misandry bcc's version you know (laughs) i want to hear about the initial threat but i oh uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) we swifties okay yeah we are okay but no um it is about andrew tate Oh. Yeah. Okay, well. And I don't want to say it because, like, again, get taken <laughs> it down. Get taken down immediately yeah. I, know, I was like, tell me exactly the thing that got you taken down <laughs> yes. right now. I'll say it word for word. But so the reason why we wanted to do this, redo this episode with you is because we just heard, I mean, we assumed that the PI stories would be some sort of like male craziness, you know, entitlement. And we wanted to talk about the other side of the pendulum, which is misandry. Do you guys believe in, are you guys misandrous, casual users? <laughs> I, it's not in my day-to-day vocab. What about yeah. you? I've literally never used the word. That's I've heard perfect. It, but I've never used. I wasn't it. even that's sure good. if I was pronouncing it right. To be honest, all right. No, that's perfect. So basically, what it, this is what it is for just a general for the viewers. Mm-hmm. Misandry. It's. Uh, let me get down to it. Misandry is the hatred of, contempt for, or prejudice against men. I have it. I'll say it. Yeah. Um, some <laughs> feminists use the term misandrist ironically to, to describe themselves. Um, so, yeah, it's just basically kind of, y- you know, it's men like, will use it to say, well, you can be sexist the other way, too. And then you can be like, well, well not really. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. So it's like how men say it's equally as bad as misogyny, where men have actual societal power and can like. You obviously know what men can do in the real world. And then if a woman is like, I want a guy who's like six foot tall, men are like, see, that's also. You're judging. Yeah. It's like, um, what's that saying? Like, men's, women's greatest fear is being killed by men, and men's greatest fear is being laughed at by women. So it's the, ba- the power imbalance is very much there. But we were going to talk about it and specifically how it relates, like how the theme pops up in dating. I guess we're going to focus on the misogynistic aspects of dating first and what would create yeah. misandrous. But I mean, I was going to ask you guys, have you ever had a case where like you are just like this guy is a full blown misogynist or like you could tell that from a distance or uh, do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we had it, a go they ahead. fully exist. Mm hmm. Well, have you followed one and you're like, (laughs) I don't even have to talk to him. And I know like he's like every other one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've done I've done surveillance on some of them. 
Man. Mm-hmm. We had a guest on who is an interesting case because he was a sex addict in recovery. Oh, oh interesting. Um, and we had him on with two, uh, like, they called, they were trauma specialist therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, and and be, uh, betrayal trauma. That was what it was. Oh. So we had, it was our first episode where we were like, okay, we're really serious. We're yeah. Oh, I want to listen to this episode. It was a lot. And he very much was open about how he was in recovery and he, it was like a 12 step program. And he knew that what he did was wrong. He cheated on his wife physically, I think 25 times he said during, or with 23 or 25 women. 28, like, something like that. It was times. one of the 20s. And then also he was constantly trying to get women to send him stuff online and sending money. He spent all their money. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. But one of the things he said at the beginning was he said, I didn't see women as equal human beings yeah. until 2022. And I was like, mm, let me check my watch. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, That's just today. It's New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I'm relearning how to do that. And yeah. I, 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 it was nice to hear his recovery journey, but yeah. I also was just like, we're flag that. Yeah, I mean, it's scary to be like, oh, I'm sitting at a table with the person who views me as an Less object. Less of a human. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, um, there was, I worked at an advertising agency where they had like a, like a diversity board and there were like a lot of guys on it. And one guy was like talking about this women's like month or whatever. And he's like, yeah, like I realized like what women go through when I got married and had daughters. And I was like, have you ever had a friend that's a girl and like <laughs> spoken to her and like she's been like, I've had a rough week, you know, like it's crazy that some men only see women as real people when they're extensions of themselves. Well, but that's so many things. You'll hear people be like, well, I hated gay people, but then I had a neighbor who was gay <laughs> and they brought me a casserole. And it's like, oh, hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, almost like gay people are like everyone else. It's like so. But I feel like a lot of people have that where they truly need the experience. And a personal connection. Yeah. Or you'll hear their political views and they'll say something that's like, well, I believe this because when I was growing up, I had this experience. And I'm like, hmm, well, you're not the only person on earth. So yeah. that is hard, <laughs> I know, for you to understand. But because I feel like every most views I have are based on other people's stories because I haven't experienced everything. That's why politicians are always like, mm-hmm. I met 10-year-old Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. Because they want you to have that. And I always think it's so funny because I'm like, this is such a formula. But then if they're yeah. really good at what they do, you're like, oh, oh Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But it is he a little. He deserves Now our brains work. It's fun. Our, like One thing we do try to say, yes, a lot of times men mm-hmm. do yucky things, specifically to women. But mm-hmm. we're all every episode, we're always like, send us stories that are not heterosexual relationships where a this white man is being a dick. Yeah. yeah. I know that that's going to happen and it does happen, but we don't, we're anti dogfish. We're anti bad guys. Yeah. And it's hard. And we haven't had a lot of men yeah. who want to come on and tell their stories. We had one, but his sister told the story because he was too embarrassed. <gasps> wow. Do you want to, like, like, I would he love was, to, he that's was so the interesting. Dogfish? Yeah. The girl he was with was the one who literally, she, she was like texting him from her other wedding. Like, it was crazy. Wow. <laughs> so he got, he got, okay. he got dogfish. Yeah. But Man. we talk a lot about how, like, yeah, we don't really give. Misandry often turns men off to sharing their emotions and, and vulnerability. Emotions, and we yeah. don't want that to happen. I would well, say because there's an expectation for men that they typically have to have this macho kind of persona. And a lot of men are afraid of showing that emotion because they 
you know, dudes with it when they're with other dudes, like, oh, you're a pussy or whatever. Yeah. They might say something that's like Which derogatory towards them just for having those emotions. <laughs> so a lot of men feel like they can't. And that's why right. I feel like a lot of men don't come forward. But I do get a lot of male um, clients as a private investigator because they know that I, I can't tell anybody, but they, they, men secretly really want to know. But when it comes to talking wow. on the podcast, we haven't gotten a lot of men coming forward, which is really interesting to me. I thought we'd get way more. That's yeah. so interesting. That, that's but really, yeah, that's fascinating. I would think that that's not because of misandry. That's because of misogyny. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But like, no, yeah. Wait, wait. Okay, say more. Because, I mean, men not being able to be emotional is not because of women. I mean, women can make fun of dudes who are emotional, but like it's other dudes who are like, why are you crying? Like man up. Like, so yeah, exactly. So it's misogyny. That's mm. really holding these men back from expressing themselves. And they've projected it onto women instead of like taking a look in the mirror. And it is unfortunate because there are probably a lot of guys who would love to share like these stories that they have, but they're, it's, they're worried about what, how other people think, and that is a product of like misogyny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't help anybody. It really does not. But so I identify as a misandrist a bit, ironically. But that's <laughs> only because I'm a lesbian, and I feel yeah. no. It's because I don't like a lot of men. Yeah. But well, I think some. I forget I was talking to you the other day, but we were talking about how. Uh, I think there's this, we I was talking about how I know so many women who's like, my husband won't stop golfing and it's ruining our life. Oh, <laughs> And I was like, no, what? Like, what is going on? And I then I went on TikTok and there was all these women who were like making these comedy videos. It's like, golfing my golf, like my husband, my husband or my boyfriend missed our anniversary because he wanted to go golfing with the boys mm -hmm. or like me when my husband skips our date night to go golfing with the boy. And I was like, what? is this this is so bizarre and i was talking to someone about it and they were just like i do think and of course this is a generalization i'm sure there are very many i know many straight happy couples i'm not saying it's all straight couples but i i was like i think there is a lot of men who are misogynistic but they get married because they're straight and so they're attracted to their wife and maybe they but they don't like women like you know what i mean so it's like they um are still misogynistic but they're married and their number one partner is a woman but they don't like women. Or so when it comes to like spending time, they're like wanting to always go with the boys and wanting to do all this stuff. And it creates this very weird like dynamic where it's like, yeah, you're married to a woman, but you don't respect women and you don't like women, yeah. but you're married to one. So that makes you, cause like my partner, we're, be we're besties. Like we want to go do everything together yeah. and hang yeah. out. And of course I have straight friends too, where they're, you know, their partner is their best friend. They love hanging out, whatever. But I think there are men who it's are common. like hate women, but are married to one and have to like, deal with that and so they go and like the woman is like is it me and it's like no you just are dating a misogynist yeah not all men who golf by the way are misogynistic no. i'm just saying uh you know it is bizarre but it's why would you want to miss your one year anniversary to go hang out with a bunch of dudes mm -hmm. and shit on your wives yeah, and that they do. the running joke of uh, I know that's the other thing. It's What'd like, you say? What are they doing? Because they're not golfing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's okay. the PI coming in being see, like. I'm really going. I said out. they're golfing every day. Oh, I've they never just even love their friends. <laughs> they're just good pals. Wait, I do want to ask. What is the craziest excuse? Okay, so you've gotten a client and they're like, "Follow my husband." And what is the craziest excuse that the husband has given for like what they're doing, or like they're like, "I'm biking." I'm. Uh, golfing, but they're actually doing something else, like that you observed. Oh, they go to church. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. God. Church. I'm going to the church. I'm going to do a volunteer thing for the church. I'm doing this for the church. Everything's for the church. They use that so much. Wow. Yeah.
Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so so my client's husband, she said she didn't feel like she had any reason to suspect that anything was going on, but there was something that was inspiring her to mm-hmm. want to know more. She's calling so a she, PI. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so she wants to call a PI and he he was just fishing all the time. She's like, He's just he just goes fishing all the time. I just wanted to know like maybe what he's doing and sure enough, like She's like, was, We've never he, caught fish. He's never caught a fish. Yeah, I said that too. I was like, he must be the worst fisherman. He never comes back with anything. <laughs> he's gonna Costco he, and get a bunch of fish after he's like, Look. It's just for the sport. He throws them back. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. It's always an excuse. But no, she, he and he was picking up a woman and taking her out on the boat so they can do the nasty. And uh, they were hooking up out on his boat early in the morning. And then they he would go back home like nothing ever happened. By like 11 a.m., he's home. And like, th- that's Can I it. just also Wild. add a fun side note? Mackenzie, I don't want to spoil this for – it's your, <laughs> my favorite part of the story – was watching them from the marina, which is a little cafe there was, and she's filming them. And the waitress was oh, like- Oh, so the, the waitress, yeah. So the waitress saw me videotaping out into the water and she could see like what was going on. Right. I didn't take a rocket surgeon, right? And she was like- It was, the boat like, was I rocking. I guess she thought I was like some kind of pervert. Like if the boats are rocking, don't come a knocking. Yeah. So she's like not wanting to serve me. Like she is like- I can't believe, like, you need to mind your... Like, she thinks I'm just, like, videotaping like, some kind of voyeur. Yeah. Then the manager comes over of the cafe. He's a dude. And he comes over, and he's like, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And I'm like, hey, listen, buddy. If I give you this money right here... And I gave him two 20s, and I was like, can I have extra pancake? Like, extra you also, for my pancake? You turned it on. You bat your like, eyelashes. You're like, I won't tell if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, carry on. <laughs> yeah. like, it was, like, he thought I was a per- He totally thought I was perving out, like, just, like, being voyeuristic towards these people that were just, like, making are you, me up on the boat. Well, and, like, are you allowed like, to right, say, I'm a PI, or is that a no-no? 
Um, it depends on the, like, if I need them to, it depends on the case. Like if okay. I need them to let me do, but in this case, I just like tossed him two twenties and he thought I was just like a perv. I bet he and loved it's, it. Well, like it's fine. The thing is, is there's multiple perverts in this situation. So to get mad at only one group, like there's also people having sex in public, which is objectively yeah. perverted. Um, yes. but I mean like in broad, I also want to commend that woman. I mean, they're both doing horrible things. Sex in broad daylight. On a boat in the morning? It does not sound comfortable. Like, you're... Well, this is what I don't understand. I'm like, these... I I would never cheat on my girlfriend for many reasons, but one of them is, I don't have time. I don't understand how these people do this. I'm like... You are like Same. a deadbeat husband, and yet you're up at 4 a.m. getting your pretending to go on a fishing trip just for a blowjob on a fishing boat. Right. Like it's not worth it. It's wild. Or like when pe- people be like, "Oh, he had another family." I'm like, having one. I'm not having one kid because it's so much work. You have eight, and you're keeping it secrets, and you're going to all these shows. I'm like, I guess in a way, I have to commend you. Sometimes I wish it's like, what could you do with that skill? Yes. Like you could run a really successful, yeah, nonprofit. Like why can't right. we put that energy into something beautiful? And if instead, you're such everyone a good hates coordinator. you, right? Such a good coordinator. You could be a producer yes. on a movie. Yeah, you right? could do so many things. Should we start a, like a rehabilitation program for <laughs> yeah. really good dogfish? Let's take this energy yeah. and put it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah, there's so much more he could be doing on a boat in the morning outside. <laughs> I don't get the sex the obsession. The thing you is, don't get the sex. I don't get sex. I'm like, am I doing? I like to have sex more than, just as much as the next guy, but I'm not. I mean, and I understand there are sex addicts. So this isn't but this is a lot of people. Their obsession, like I was talking about this the other day how I'll watch online um It'll come up on my TikTok for you page. People who are waiting till marriage, uh-huh. who are going to have sex after their wedding night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the that's so it, scary. To me. The way Respect they talk about but... sex, I'm like, you gotta calm down. It is not gonna be that good. <laughs> gonna they're be like yeah. sixty. These are like people who are really religious, pretty you know modest, and they're like sixteen more days till I can fuck my husband. And I'm like, God, <laughs> calm. Down. Yeah, I've never been that excited to have sex before in my life. I, and I like to have sex, but that's insane. I yeah, I wore. I just like there's so much pressure on that too, and it's just like it can't. I don't know. Oh it yeah, can't be good. No, but I respect it. Sure, get excited if you want to get excited. Yeah, just do some research before and just like be realistic. Ugh. Oh my god, now you have me thinking about the first time. I had sex. My oh. hu- it was in high school, uh, and he like. You know the song, I just had sex. Yeah. He like played it after and like high fived me. Shout out. He just got married. Oh, sweet, oh sweet boy. God. Sweet boy. You know, I lost my virginity to the movie White Chicks. What? Romantic. Very was it like, romantic. Great movie too, by the way. It's a little on the nose, great Kendall. Movie. I know. It was a little on the nose. <laughs> but it was. And they, we, and I always, anytime I'll see the clips, about the, clips of that movie, I, I, I remember my first time. And How beautiful it was. My first time. This is fun. I love that we got here. <laughs> really hate this because this is also part of my stand up. I lost my virginity the day Michael Jackson died. Okay. So everyone knows where they were when I got laid for the wow. first time. Wow. You know it was the exact hour? No. <laughs> I know where I was. I was in Baltimore in a nail salon <gasps> on a trip with my oh camp. God. That's crazy. You know, you know what I, I know was? too. You were, <laughs> you were pretending to have an orgasm. I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a church camp with my back on some gravel. 
I was and getting out of acting camp. Went to LSU. What? I was. My mom was picking me up from theater camp. I don't know if this is the exact hour, but she said Michael Jackson died as I got well, walked out of the. Oh, I thought you were saying when you lost your virginity. I was going to be no. like Jewish camp. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I was at camp as well. Where were you when Michael yeah. Jackson died? Or when you lost your virginity? Whichever you choose to answer. Whichever's easiest to deal with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely Michael Jackson, and I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I believe it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That is so funny. But yeah, I'm always like, you're doing all of this just to have sex? Like, you're going to ruin your life? Gonna, and, and I assume most of the time it's like a sex addiction, which is very unfortunate and sad. But I am. I think some people, though, just. I think it's a power thing. I think it's a power yes, thing. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah. But I will tell you a funny story, um, just real quick, about my husband. Like, yeah. he. So when I. I'll try to make this as quick as possible, no, but whenever ahead. I started dating, um, after my first divorce, I started dating and my husband was like the very first guy that I was like, screw this. I'm just going to treat everybody the way that I've been treated. So he would text me good morning and I'd wait three days and be like, Oh, what's up? You know, like I didn't <laughs> want to give him the time of day cause I didn't realize he was actually the good one. Yeah. And so, um, then he came over one night and I didn't want anything to do with him until like he, we fell asleep together at my house. He was just over like watching a movie, like literally nothing happened. And I like kind of like accidentally felt like some things. And I was like, is that a freaking Red Bull in your pocket? And so like, and then after that, like I never, like I was always like, hi, what are you doing? Where are you at? Like it was, and then the oh. rest is history. Like I wanted everything to do with him after that moment. Oh, cause he is, is, is am I understanding this correctly? That's, that's, yeah. That's, cause he's, we need the visual. This is gonna be on He had a boner, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so. No, it, it, well, yeah, the, it, it was so, it, like I he loves it makes you me tell feel bad, but that's the reason that I started dating my husband. He'll yeah. tell you is because he he had a nice. <laughs> yeah. Me. Oh, I understand. Oh, no, it's it's so, I yeah. was like, wait a minute. I said, so he has a Red Bull. Do you really like Red Bull? <laughs> and she was tired. And, and you were tired like, and you said, he's going to give me that Red Bull one day. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're too literal. We thinking yeah. like I just remember thinking there's no way that's possible. And oh yeah, like, my oh, god. my god. That's a. I don't know if that ties into this, but I always feel a little like I get it, but I also feel bad. They can't control well, it. I feel bad because like we always say that like guys guys look at girls and they're like oh and they they objectify women sometimes and like I totally objectified my husband. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you said I'm part of the problem. <laughs> some mean. in some ways it's like yeah I mean. Equality is that we all suck. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But it's interesting. Yeah. Mm. I that was exactly what I wanted to know about the mistake. That's you so interesting. To know that about that, her no, husband. well that I wouldn't know. I bet he does love that you tell that story. I so you pulled up some wild dating stories. Yes. And I would love to hear some of them. So we're gonna read some misogynistic dating stories and we can I'm riff scared. forever on these. Um and I'm gonna read the first one. So this will make us misandrists if you're not already, but um, so this is called um, Am I the Asshole for Getting Disgusted by My Wife While She Was Having a Panic Attack? Uh, <laughs> I, 30 male, am married to this girl named Angela, 33 female. I'm though sorry, just to interrupt. Why do they always say their ages? I'm like, I don't care how old you are. Yeah. Um, it does. The, I think I feel like the age matters when like the guy's like 40 and the girl's like 17. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Like, yeah, Am I a true. creep? And you're, you're like, like yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah. Yeah. No more. Where are these from? Did you have these like? You found these on? Yes, I did. Oh my god, I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> I, Imagine you're like these are family members. They yeah, said exactly. I just really need help. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so uh, I, 30 male, am married to this girl named Angela, 33 female. <laughs> <To> this girl. <laughs> Though we just call her Angie. Angie was my upperclassman in college. She is the cutest, sexiest girl on the planet, and I am madly in love with her. We are a rather unconventional couple. 
Angie and I each value our privacy a lot. So even though we're married, we like live in separate apartments. This is called living apart together or LAT. Angie has endured years of sexual harassment at her workplace. This has left a devastating impression on her. She used to be so tomboyish and tough. She's an expert in martial arts, and she's been practicing martial arts ever since she was eight years old. And I always joke that she could beat my ass up. But nowadays, she is a nervous wreck. She cries at least once every single day, and I'm um, carrying her through therapy. Anyway, this past July, I was visiting Angela at her apartment. Our state was going through a heat wave at the time, and as a result, it was so hot and humid, and her apartment doesn't have air conditioning. Eventually, she told me that the heat was unbearable, and she took her shirt off and stripped down to nothing but her bra and short shorts. For the past few years, Angela has had a problem with getting undressed due to her past sexual harassment. Last year, she even had a panic attack at a clothing store after she took her clothes off in the changing room. For this reason, I warned Angie that she was making a big mistake when she took her shirt off while I was visiting her apartment. She just laughed at me and told me that she would be fine. Angela started sweating heavily within a few minutes of her taking her shirt off, and as I predicted, after a few hours, Angela began to panic. She started crying, and pretty soon, she was so scared that she couldn't even stand anymore. She collapsed onto her knees, and she was on the ground, crying hysterically and clutching her chest. She kept saying stuff like, I don't want to die, and other things that indicated to me that she was scared out of her mind. She crawled towards her shirt and tried grabbing it, but at this point, um, I was infuriated with her. So I grabbed her shirt and threw it across the room and forced Angela to remain shirtless. Eventually, she grabbed my leg and hugged me tightly. I was disgusted by her, not just because she ignored my warnings, but because she was sweating so much and her whole apartment smelled like her sweat. She was also crying on my leg and covering up with her tears. She hugged me for a while and then I shoved her away. I told her this is like abusive. I I told her that it was time for me to head back home and she cried harder and begged me to not leave her. She started screaming about how she was going to be all alone and how she she was so scared, yet I did leave her. Outside of her apartment, while I was waiting for the elevator, I could hear her screaming and crying. Oh my God. This is safety And he asked, am I the asshole after this? Here's the thing. That is the most bizarre. I, why would you put that online? What are you doing? But also like, I I mean, honestly, at first I thought what he was, I don't know. I, I think there. I thought what he was going to say is like I'm feeling like less attracted to her because because it's so hot. Which <laughs> I was like, I get that. I, <laughs> when it is hot, don't touch no me. I'm not touching you. <laughs> yeah. Touch yeah. Me. Um, but it felt like he really went down a dark, um, down a dark road near the end. I under. I guess if he was like. I'm a little frustrated because I feel like she's not taking her mental health seriously. And it's straining me. Yeah. That's a valid frustration. But he seemed like he was so angry that he wanted her to be more upset, which feels very disturbing to me. Yeah. No, exactly. I was going to tie in the misandry, misogynistic aspect of this. The misogyny is like there's men at her workplace bothering her and it's affecting her so deeply. And he's like annoyed that she's not handling it better. Sure. Yeah. But I also just wanted to discuss this because it was like an obvious case of like misogyny. And what is your what are your guys' thoughts on this? Oh, very sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that was heavy. What do you do? You want to start? You want me to jump in? Well, I feel like it's almost like he feels bad for. F- so he feels bad for feeling the way that he feels, but mm-hmm. also like 
He did I mean, nothing you can't for her. Help it, how you feel, but like also don't just like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Let uh, me to be honest. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely had like experience with the whole mental health thing where it's like you can't fix somebody else. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. And they have to. That's help real. Yeah. But also, like this story specifically. First of all, the way he wrote it, if he really did write it, it's like you had too much fun writing this. Like, oh yeah. I don't like this guy. But that's just what I can assume from the writing. But I feel like yeah, that sounded like call her mom call her family call somebody in yeah. that scenario I guess I'm not in the relationship but it just feels like that was an extreme case where he shouldn't have just left her but in terms of mental health especially when it's to do with yeah. stuff that predominantly women deal with body stuff yeah. sexual assault not just women but a lot of times I think a lot of men expect women to be their mom and then when they mm-hmm. break down the men are like what the heck like and I also will say I've seen it reverse where yeah. my I've seen women be like my husband is showing weakness and I don't like that. I don't like that. That's not what he's supposed to do. I, I yeah. We all just I don't know why we I wish we were more accepting of each other's lows. I well that's what I was I think there's so many I've had people I've known people who've gone through this where it's like one of the people in the relationship is the stable person in that relationship mm-hmm. and the other person needs a lot of help and the other person's really accommodating and tries to help but then something happened and they will have a, had a long relationship and then I, the stable person has a family member pass away. The stable person has something else go on with them like they're in a car crash, whatever and I've seen it happen multiple times. The relationship ends. It cannot take the stable person going through and I think it's really mm-hmm. I've had friends before where I've been like you gotta get into therapy because you can't you have to leave space for your partner to have emotions and I've seen yeah. that with all any person mm-hmm. um, because yeah that's just so hard to be that person and there has to be like when my, my dad passed away last year and I feel like for six months I was always I mean I was a good partner I got up went to work but I was not at 100% no. at all and there were some days where I was like I can't move up I'm too sad I can't move up my bed and it's like, yeah, my partner never made me feel like bad about that. And they yeah. were they were definitely picking up the slack. And then there's been times where they go through a hard time and I pick up the slack and I'm like, I can do all the, I'm doing all the chores, I'm doing all the stuff and it's fine and I'll take care of it. But if you're just having to be that strong person 24-7, yeah. that's hard. Um, I think with this scenario. Yeah, this one's, whew, I, I think it's a way Angie. he, I, I really, I think Angie, for Angie, I just feel <laughs> like it, it feels because so can you re- did he say he worded it I'm not attracted to her is that what he said because she was sweaty yeah because right. she was sweaty but and what is it titled um, am I the asshole for getting disgusted disgusted by that, my wife that's what it was Having that a feels attack. really that feels really weird to me because I'm like I don't know if what you're feeling is disgust but if it is that's a whole other can of worms where I'm like that is really misogynistic of like I don't know I've been with my partner for years have and you I ever feel like felt disgusted never, by them? never. But also, like we've listen, we've seen. I've had rashes on my butthole. Okay. They've had to like. <laughs> and that's, oh, I, <laughs> and like I the thought of being like, are you grossed out by me now? It's like laughable. It's like yeah. no, I'm not thinking about you. I'm not like 
looking at, I'm not trying to help assist you in this medical thing or like when you're really upset, I'm not looking at you being like, this isn't really that hot. It's like, that's crazy. Like yeah. that's insane. Um, and so I do feel like in a moment like this, you can be frustrated. You can be annoyed. You can mm. feel less patient. Not this. I, I think he handled it really badly, but it's like the thought of you equating this with any form of attraction feels so bizarre. Also, I'm like, why would you be attracted to me right now? I'm but that's, he obviously Part knows the there's a problem because he wrote it. He's like, this. he knows there's a problem. Yeah. yeah. He's writing it. But it's also misogynist for him to be like, you're disgusting. You're not hot and perfect and put right. together. Yeah. And the thing is, that's also crazy is that they live apart. So like, it's not even like they have that day to day sort of, you know, annoying Annoyance. interactions. They can leave. And he did say that she was the cutest, cutest, sexiest girl on the planet. So he's like, I have a beautiful wife in a separate house so I can co- calmly collect myself but then when she needs me and we're all going through a heat wave i just can't stand it also upperclassman did he say is upper, he a yeah, professor she, of angie some was kind? my upperclassman in college i think they or she was older older yeah i think oh, she I was probably a senior and see, he was why maybe we younger needed those ages yeah. and you i didn't right. even remember and I'm them i'm sorry yeah. see, and that was on me i had upperclassman <laughs> i was like is this a pro- i that did frame it a little oh, yeah. bit so but okay also i would like to add when i am hot like everything is out the window. Like I mean, I when I get like any like hot and I try on clothes, I like lose my mind. I actually kind of my mom's not a good person, but when she went through menopause, I was a dick, and I really wish I could take that back you because were like, that heat wave was no joke, dude. Going through anything with like heat, and so I just I feel for this woman so we so all completely. Need to, come to Tampa with you. Ooh. Build a backbone to the humidity. I went good to luck. Oh my god. I went to a wedding in Florida. And I could not believe, I was like, this, first of all, I look terrible, but I'm like, whatever, I'm not getting married today. (laughs) I'm like, this, and she looked gorgeous. I could not tell, but I'm like, if I was getting married in Florida, I would be sobbing. Like, I I would be sweating so much. She's in this huge dress, she's dancing. Well, no one would know you're sobbing, because you'd be sweating Sweating. so much. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, how do people do this? And I asked my girlfriend, because she's from Florida, and she was like, we just swam all the time. Like, we swam all the time. Like, we live next to the beach, and you would like, after school, just go into the ocean and I'm like wow that sounds what an nice. inconvenient I mean not, yeah, it's nice Unless I'm like what if you have chores to do yeah it's true yeah. <laughs> alright we love our air conditioning mm-hmm. yes and I hope she gets air conditioning and, and help some and more help boyfriend. and some yeah. support system because I understand I think too even just that he described her I have the cutest sexiest wife in the world I'm like yeah that's nice I guess but I am like if you were to be like describe your girlfriend in three words yeah. I mean, of course they're they, of course they're beautiful, but I don't think they'd be the first. I wouldn't be like hot, sexy, nice. T- you know, yeah. crazy. little tiny. Put her in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody Is wants. It misogynistic to have be- like these are normal like these are natural feelings to. Like having disgust for someone for a moment is like that's kind of a natural feeling. Like, it's are you a misogynist for like? No, but to, like, I. Oh, sorry. Yes, I do know what you mean. I think you're right. But I think this specifically, I think there is a, um, I think if you view someone, and I guess I would have to know more about this man to know. But I'm sure he'd love to tell us. (laughs) I know. I feel like we could comment and ask, to be honest, and he'd respond right away. I think if you are dating a person who you view, who you objectify, who you're like married to or you're with, and so much of who they are to you is based on their body and who they are mm-hmm. when they then, because I felt like I've gone on dates with someone like, like I had a partner in the past who really struggled with mental health and I've struggled. It's not like I've struggled with mental health. It's like totally, of course, good to talk about and totally fine and normal. But 
they were not handling it well. And like that was hard on me at that time to fair. deal with. And that was like, I guess unattractive is the wrong word. Yeah. But I think just this energy of like, woe is me. I can't do anything. And I, I can't fix any of my issues. And I'm not putting any effort into fixing my problems. And I'm just kind of wallowing in this. Um, I don't know that I it's discussed. It's maybe like you're kind of lacking respect for the Yes, like what I want as in a partner, which yeah. I think is totally normal. But I did not see them as, I wasn't like, I'm now unattracted to you. Because yeah. I think it's like, you are not only to me being attractive. Um, so I think sometimes like you'll see husbands and wives, like it, it happens both ways, but like their partner of 30 years gains a lot of weight or whatever. And then they break up and it's like, that feels so insane to me because like That's not what it's about. my partner is so much more than that to me. But if you are a person who is really misogynistic and you view women as objects when they do have a moment of like weakness or like you said, it does sometimes go both ways. But I think once again, that's mm-hmm. misogyny too. If like yeah. you're breaking up with a man because they showed emotion that's also misogyny like it's it's the same thing but I think it's like if you view someone as just an object and then they that cracks a little bit it's really easy to all of a sudden lose all of your you're suddenly like disgust is such a strong word to to fully have disgust for your wife like this is his wife it's hard to come back yeah hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Have you ever had a like a client where they express like pure disgust for their partner or someone initially and yeah, you're trying so, yeah oh, sorry go like ahead. vengeance like they're yeah. coming at it from that angle yeah well I was gonna one thing that I was gonna mention was I have a lot of women who contact me about a cheating spouse and many of them it is right after they've had a baby because they, their body is just oh. a lot of them use the word destroyed so they say my body is destroyed and now he's lo- lost interest and that's a lot of clients that i get or like you mentioned like they're getting older they're starting to gain a little right. bit of weight or whatever it is and the women that the men usually cheat on them with are much younger with tighter bodies or just whatever the case is. And so it, it just, it lends to really adding a level of self-conscious that you didn't realize was there before. Cause you thought this was someone who was going to love you. Right. Till death, you yeah. Know? Yeah. And it stresses I, me out. <laughs> I do have a follow-up question for the men that have approached you. Have they ever come with that sort of complaint that their wife has fallen out of love with them because they've let themselves go? Um, very rarely. I've yeah. had a couple of cases like that, but mainly they're let 
the men that I deal with are less concerned about themselves. Like they'll, they'll say like casually, like, mm. I know I've let myself go, but I just yeah. want to see, but they don't make a big deal out of it. Whereas the women are like, for sure. Like my body is just not the same. Oh. So I think the men know yeah. that they don't, they're just like, I, w I just don't know if she's cheating. Like, you know, and the women yeah. are like, he's definitely cheating because my body sucks. So I think it's just a matter of like how men deal with that versus the women. But it's definitely more the women that feel more insecure about their bodies. Whereas the men Shocker. are just like, mm -hmm. yeah, I've let myself go, but I, you know, she's hoeing out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting. I like, I think about my taste. So I'm bi, but I've only really been dating like, more than outside of men this year and it's been fun yeah. it's also like obviously it's been fun I mean I, <laughs> yeah. start, I, I felt so silly when I first was like going out with women because I was like you know the gay agenda you don't want to make that whole thing but I was also like does everybody know about this option because this is great yeah, I like, and I was like I am perpetuating this but um yeah the bi wife energy concept I I know also a lot of the like memes in the bi space or the queer space just come out of like, oh, we're just desperate to have some kind of identity and community. Yeah. But that clicked so much. My whole life I've dated guys who I don't say this as an insult because it's not. But some people were like, these guys, I Hannah, I don't know if they're on your team. Like, I think they're gay. Yeah. And I look back and I don't think I don't know what. You know they can identify however they are, but I that when I heard, when I understood the bi wife energy concept, which yeah. I guess I don't even know exact. You know the ex the explanation is what men yeah. that are likely to have the energy of being with a bi woman, a I bi think, person. To me, bi wife. Yeah. Bi, what, how do you define? I think it? to me, I mean, I'm not bisexual, so maybe I, you probably know better than but I. For me, it's just I, like oh, it a lot. It makes sense. Like I look back at these guys, and I'm like, it's. In I was always so hard on myself for not being attracted to hyper masculinity. And I thought there was something wrong with me. No. And then I was like, oh. I think they respect you. <laughs> they feel confident enough in themselves. That they're like, oh, I'm not gay, but that's cool. Yeah, and yes, so many guys and, are yeah. like, I'm not gay. No yeah. homo. And it's like, that to me is so not what I'm attracted to. That's not to say I'm not attracted to some masculinity. I mean, sure. Jan yeah. Tatum? He's the Hot only man. I am a lesbian, golden star lesbian, never had sex with a man. Jan Tatum, Tatum? Any day of the week. And my girlfriend knows that. She's If Kendall he walks in... Is that true? Yes, swear I'm on God. I swear. I, I those dance moves are undeniable. Why? I I don't know. I just change. He's so Jane. sexy. Don't fight. This no, less this competition is, for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. But you know, like when you ask a gay guy who's not out yet, who's your celebrity crush, and he's like, God, I really love Britney Spears, <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> okay, all right. And like you're that's so like Channing Tatum is like the Britney Spears it's like of the my thing head. you say. I know it's yeah. he's like the classic hot guy, but have you, you seen Magic Mike? Anyone? Oh, you got Oh my god. I mean, step yeah. up. Listen, Back Channing to step Tatum up. My mom is actually gay and she's been with her partner for like, I don't know, 15 100 years. And so <laughs> they she but my mom will tell you that like she thinks that Fabio with like the long oh, hair, yeah. she thinks he is just gorgeous. <laughs> and I'm like, good Lord, mom, like what's happened? And like, remember he used to do the butter commercials? Like maybe I'm just Remember like, when old. he got yeah. hit in the but face with a bird? <laughs> Fabio did like the butter commercials and she's like, he is just so gorgeous. And I'm like, mom, don't you like girls? What are you doing? Is it because he has long hair? Yeah. It's like- It's an energy. It's so interesting. We're attracted to what we're attracted to, but also we get, so I think we, at least I did. I put a lot of pressure on myself to be attracted to what I think I had to be attracted to. Yeah. And I wish once that, that I door didn't. opens, it's like a whole new world. It's yeah. a whole new world. Channing Tatum, though. I yeah, I guess it's an easy universal yeah. one. I have thought though that like 
there, there's a lot of things I don't have to think about because I've always dated women where it's like, I've never had to explain like body image issues. I've never had to explain like the way, like I've never had to explain. There's just things you being don't explain. Like, you don't have to explain being a woman. And that is like nice. I have, that is actually something that I've encountered dating women. I dated this girl who had like a thigh gap and my thighs rubbed together. And so a lot of the tops of my pants are like destroyed because of the friction. And she held up one of my pairs of pants and she's like, What's happening here? <laughs> what is this? Girl. Like, and I, I would be like, put those down and walk away. And she's like, what, what is, why is it rubbed here? And I'm like, look at your legs. Like you, cause your legs don't rub. To, I have to buy new pants sometimes. And so like, and she's like, I didn't even know. Like some, my, I don't like how my elbows look in pictures. And I was like, you, what? What are you taking Shut photos up. like this? No, what but are your elbows ever in photos? No, so I like I had to. She was gorgeous, but I had to explain to her like some people have thunder and lightning, baby, thunder and lightning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, like every day scene. probably with dating a man. I don't know. It's like, do you feel like you have to explain a lot uh, dating men? Yeah. Do you? How did you with your husband? Did you have to explain a lot about like being a woman? Being a woman. No, my husband gets it. Oh, my husband does get it. But, like, the guys before him, I just feel like they didn't care. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, okay, well, all right, whatever. Yeah. Weird. Like, they just don't get it. But but I'm not someone who would explain myself. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I don't have time for you. And there's also something to be said about, you know, we can't expect everything, and this goes across all kinds of relationships, from one person. So it's like, yeah, you're friends will understand things about you that your partner won't and maybe that's okay sure they don't yeah. have to fill every single sure need there's a lot of poly people who will call in and be like yo we got <laughs> yes, it figured out i know I, I know imagine i'm like wow if i was in a polyamorous relationship and they were like okay your job i know this is not how polyamorous relationships <laughs> like, work, everyone has but everyone's like role. your job is the gift giver i'm like well i don't have to talk to any of you but i give i fill the role of gift giving yeah and then all, all the love languages shop. are assigned <laughs> yeah. oh my god wow hey That's maybe big. we'll get people that write in and are like no this is what, what i would like do. to do i'm sure whatever someone you want to does that oh, yeah. one of us is on groceries <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do want to read one more of story and then get your guys' opinions on it um so am i the asshole refusing to do housework while my boyfriend goes to work even though i don't have a job so uh, <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> i 19 female have been dating my boyfriend 25 male for five months now and he's amazing however <laughs> it always starts that way <laughs> one disagreement we often have is over housework my boyfriend thinks i should do housework seeing as how he works 48 hours a week and i'm not employed mm-hmm. i have always refused we don't live together we live in separate houses and pay separate rent I afford rent through my university student loan as well as tutoring and babysitting part-time. So in my opinion, I have no reason to clean his house when I have my own to pay for. This took a turn. Yeah, that's not what I... I I know. My boyfriend thinks it's unfair that I don't really work yet have enough money for rent. In his eyes, I should do household chores for him at his house because he is the breadwinner. The thing is, is I don't see him as the breadwinner. He doesn't pay for my rent. I do. We aren't married, and I'm still in education. I can't tell if I'm being unreasonable. I cook for him and occasionally help with chores, but I refuse to be a full-time maid for him. Then again, he works so hard, whereas I only work a few hours a week. Am I the asshole? But she goes to school. That's So this is a total curveball, because I would have been like, if you do not have a job and you're at home, like you should, but then it's like, we live in separate houses. They're not even like together. Oh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, because I always talk about, like, my girlfriend and I are always, like, 
one day one of us will just work and the other one won't. Like, we would love to have that. But we're always like, whoever's not working, there's going to be a, a you're lot. Working. Of the, oh, you're yeah. working. Like, <laughs> I should come home to some really nice dinners yeah. and the, the house should be clean. So I'm like, yeah, because that is like what you're adding to the home. And that doesn't have to do with gender. But um, yeah. Yeah, first of all, you said she's a student. I'm like, that's a full, that's your she's job. She's doing something. No, exactly. Has your um, husband, as the one person married here, has <laughs> yeah, we your, have so many, we just want to ask Mary a like, question. <laughs> what do you do? How's no. being married? Yeah. <laughs> um, you're, you said that your husband gets it, but in the past, have you, I also guess if we've dated men, have you, but specifically, he's never expected any sort of like household like labor. And this is about your relationship specifically. <laughs> I'm trying to ask like, um, like expecting, like yeah. expecting versus because there's also like I mean I like doing some same, of those things. I'm the same. Like, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like it's kind of what works for you, but yeah, the expectation thing from anybody, especially when it's like a gender role that's traditional, yeah, can sometimes rub. Yeah, well, because be in great. a in a with two women, you don't you have to ask. Like, you, like yeah. I do primarily all like a lot of the cleaning. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I love clean. Like and I clean way more than I'm like doing the dust boards. Like I love to clean. I have OCD. You can come over but, anytime. <laughs> I love to I clean. Need help. Um, but, but my, we had to have that conversation. Whereas like, did you feel like with people or you like when you've dated in the past, they had, they like expect, oh, you'll clean. Cause you're the woman. Yeah. Well, I actually, my first marriage, um, I was married to a man with two kids. And so I kind of became kind of an instant mom and I really enjoyed it, but I kind of automatically took on that role and I really loved it. Like I loved kind of we both worked, but I would always cook dinner and I was always, you know, I took care of the kids and the way like their, their real mom would like, I, I love them like my own. Yeah. Um, but now that with my new husband or not really new, <laughs> with this current yeah. husband, um, he actually does all the cooking, all the cleaning, all yeah. the everything. And he, but I also work, uh, you know, a lot more, even though I work from home, but he is so willing to just do everything. He's, he allows me to like go spend time with my son he's like I'll take care of he cooks the dinner because I hate cooking anyways yeah he loves it so he cooks and he's like go take care of Ryan go you know give him a bath do bedtime with him I'll take care he cleans up everything so and it's nice. kind of interesting because he is a very masculine man like yeah. he is a very strong masculine type and for him to kind of take on that role as well is really interesting it's yeah. cool but I've never experienced anybody who like expected that from me That's yeah cool. but at the same time I've always been someone who enjoyed serving my family in that way oh like, yeah in that kind of domestic style mm. so it just it's always worked out I've never really had anybody who demanded it though it's a partnership and it makes sense yeah. that in this this conversation that this yeah. Writer. What? Writer. I mean, yeah. Submission. Yeah. Sub yes. Just <laughs> um, This poet. Yeah. yeah. The, there, it's a good conversation to have, like, oh, who should do this? Mm -hmm. But because of, like, who's working more or whatever. But it just feels like he's totally disregarding her, like, life as a student and kind yeah. of just assuming that she would do it because but on the other mm. hand like uh, to his defense also if this is someone that he's dating usually typically when you date someone it's someone that you're, you may lead into marriage with and mm -hmm. if he's not feeling how she maintains her home he doesn't want he might be envisioning that for his future and that might be what's discouraging him not yeah. how she currently keeps it but how he can envision her handling their home going forward yeah well so that like could be probably see yeah. that, but it's none of his business otherwise. <laughs> like maybe she's coming over and like they he stays the night and then she like doesn't help make the bed, doesn't clean it. You know, like well that yeah, could be something too. too because you never know. Because yeah, I feel like it's like when my 
girlfriend and I started dating, yeah. I was at their house so much to the yeah. point where it's like, I did feel like I should be like doing the dishes because like I made yeah, them but you or like, oh, that yeah. you want to help in that way. So I'm like, I guess if like my girlfriend was coming over constantly and like leaving my house, I could not even a wreck, but just like things are all anything. over the place. Like every time I'd you come over, I have to clean up. I would be, I would be annoyed that. too. But I guess I would be like, I wouldn't be like, you need to clean because you don't have a job. <laughs> Wait, I would be like, please take care of my home. No, no, he wants her to clean his house. I know what I'm saying. If she's coming over like constantly and dirty, oh. you know what I mean? Like, cause so maybe she kind of like, they have separate apartments, but he kind well, of lives there. She lives point, there. At that point, you should like say that. Like my girlfriend's a slob when she comes over, but she refuses to clean. Right. You know, I feel like they should have included that if that was so like So they the, probably didn't. But it's from yeah. her point of view. That so is she's true. She's saying like, he's just making me clean. I'm a... Yeah, you know, there's the side of this where she could just be like, that's really fucked up. You're making the woman in the relationship clean. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but that would actually be really funny on her part. <laughs> I know. I, I would know. like support her a little bit. I'd be like, you know what? Use the card if you have to. You don't want to clean? You're, no. you're I always feel bad because I'm such a cleaner. Like, I really am like such a, like when I was little, not, I'm not saying, I have OCD in like a, cute way like I really do have, I had like yeah, really like is. touching everything six times type way um and I've been to therapy but I, I do I have like some germaphobe issues so I'm really like I'm cleaning everything like I every night I like vacuum mop like it's too much it's like I'm working on it <laughs> yeah but I think in the past I have had you know tough times with some people I've you know dated because I've been like you're doing great for everyone else the My level standard. at which I need things oh, yeah. cleaned is not your fault, and I'm so sorry, but I can't sleep here. <laughs> or, like, things that just are tougher. So sometimes I do, I feel like I probably was someone, they're like, I dated this crazy girl who made me, like, take my shoes off and take my socks uh, off and wash yeah. them when she got to my house or something. But they were yeah. right for you. I have gone on a, before I was gay, I went on a date with a guy who, he spilled something on his floor, he, he mopped it up, and then he went downstairs to the lobby and he got the, you know, those industrial floor cleaners. He got one from the lobby, like the, I mean, the admi- ed- not administration, the fucking reception, Reche- concierge. reception concierge. concierge. And he took it up into his apartment and went over it again. Wow, like it nice. was, it wow. wasn't clean enough. And it kind of did scare me. Can I tell Scared you? you? Was, it, yeah. was he trying to impress you? I don't know, but his I bet house. He was. Oh, you know that guy on TikTok who irons his sheets? Yes, I do that. He, oh, he, the guy who really. I do. Really? I do iron my we sheets do? when I. Wait, I sent that video to my old roommate because I was like, I, I want this man to like live in our apartment, but I never want to see him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I want him to just live in a closet, come out and like make everything perfect, but without a sound. Like yeah. how do I get? How do I get? If you're that. watch, if you're listening and you're open Please. to it. <laughs> Hire a PI who also yes, cleans. We have to, <laughs> right? Exactly. Just sleuth, sleuth around. Yeah. But anyway, the guy irons his sheets. Yeah, he also ironed his sheets. That was, oh, that, that was like, he that was had to have it. It wasn't necessarily germs because he would lick his fingers when we went out to eat. It was just everything in his house had to be pristine. I get that. This yeah. is not exactly the topic, but I just feel like I want to make everybody feel a little gross yeah. right now. Let's do, do it. it. In college, my best friend was hooking up with a guy. And she fell asleep in her room, and then all of a sudden she heard a noise, and she woke up, and this drunk boy was just peeing on her floor, <gasps> just peeing on her floor, and then he went back to bed and called her another girl's name. Okay, <laughs> that's all right. This is a whole, to share. This is a whole new podcast episode. We need to just have a part two where we just discuss. Wait, that. that's not. That is disgusting because I've done that. Um, <laughs> Again, when I was straight in college, I went to this like frat party and I was, it was a date party. 
this really nice guy, he was a super nice guy. He let me sleep in his bed. He slept on the couch, but I was wasted. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I pulled down my panties and I peed on his floor. He opens the door, sees me peeing, and he's like, happens to the best of oh, us. And then he closed college is college. And then he closed it and he fell back asleep on the couch. And I was like, oh my God, I bought him a new rug. Um, and he, like months later, found my panties and he was like, Hey, do you, <laughs> do you want these? Do you want these? And it, he picked Why did up, he find them months later? I don't know. He, he I held think on I, to those for a little <laughs> Or were they, was he that messy that they were just like I think I threw them. The like, I think they threw them somewhere. But, like, when the photo, like, they were clearly, like, crusted into position. Oh, my God, Sarah. <laughs> so I was like, you can keep them. You're like a souvenir. Yeah, but. Oh, my. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's okay. I mean, that was not a nice way for him to handle it. I think I have more issues with the guy calling my friend the wrong name. Yes. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. I do with the drunk peeing. It's just yeah. like a cleanliness theme there. That yeah. No, I mean, I had a, I had a, I had a girl over one time who vomited in um, my room, which was very hard on, once again, real, like I didn't, I've never drank after my own mom. Like I've always been really germ scared. And I, but I was like, oh my God. And I, it was like middle of the night and she was like, I'll clean it up. And I just said like, I was like, no, 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 I can do it. Cause I was, but I was like empty gesture, full empty gesture. I do not want to clean this She's up. She's like, okay. And I just bed. kept going. And she was like, cause she was like, no, 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 I'll clean it up. I was like, no, 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 I can do it. And I was like, what am I doing? I was actively just like, why are you set? Stop, stop saying this. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, okay. And then I woke up that morning. She she was like, okay, I'm bye. And she left it there. And I like just sat and I like cried in my room because I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> I did clean it up. But I was like, what? as I was saying it, I was like, stop saying, just let her clean up. What are you doing? Yeah. That was less on, that was less her fault, more me needing to learn how to um, stick up for myself. So, I yeah. <laughs> during, through that. during your days when you work what is the grossest thing you've seen on on the job like That's someone do like you're just you're watching them and they don't know they're being watched what's the i mean i know that you said that people will pick wedgies and stuff like that but what is is there anything that's been objectively gross to witness oh they'll pee poop on the sidewalk like what? in bushes like they they don't care they'll it's not happening like all often. the time <laughs> is it not often but once or twice i've seen that happen like I, twice i've seen somebody poop in broad daylight yeah like paint the this scene one guy um like i had this one guy who like he lived in like a, a upper class like a higher income community he drives a bmw he leaves the house in the morning in like just like a regular like suit and tie type situation and um he pulls into a barnes and nobles like parking lot and parks in the very back where there's like a row of bushes and then there's like this wall because it's right by like the, the freeway or whatever and um he gets out of his car he brushes his teeth with a bottle of water and uh he pees and uh, like smokes a cigarette, gets back in his car and like leaves. Um, I'm offended because I've, I've seen another guy who was like leaving the gym, and he, I, I think the people that I saw pooping like where you know it comes at you pretty hard, like pretty fast. Yeah, and I think it was true. those because they were like rushing to like find somewhere, and they you they like squatted and they were like. <laughs> at least it was that. Like at doing. least it wasn't someone like time for my daily afternoon yeah. sidewalk dump. Like I, don't, <laughs> I you think, have to tell. I think it was like people that like really were desperate to like. I don't think they're just like all out here willy nilly just like. Okay, good. When you're gross. telling your client about the day, do you have to tell like are you like and then they shit on the sidewalk? <laughs> so, I have to write a surveillance report, right? So, like I might and you don't like this isn't a situation where you see 
the like things coming out of their body, right? Like this yeah. is just like you can see what they're doing without seeing what oh, they're yeah, doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and so it in my report, I might say something like they appeared to defecate on the sidewalk, and uh, then you like I just write down like exactly what I'm witnessing. But you have to say words like they appeared to be because in the video you can clearly see what they're doing, but you can't like. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you don't want to say like the poop was coming out. Like yeah. Wow. In my wild, like my greatest fear is shitting my pants. But not only that, but someone watching me do it. So like if I got behind a Barnes and Noble and I was like, at least I'm alone. <laughs> and then I just look up and I see a blonde hair in a car. Uh, it's like, like I, know, I know what you're like doing. Like a 2004, like one of those big clunky cameras. And just then she like, goes, I'll see you in court <laughs> with I'm this like, video. No! <laughs> just go, well, that's so funny because people don't know I'm there because my windows are blacked out. So they might look and they'll look around and just see like a car sitting there and they don't think anything of it. They don't realize anybody's inside of it. And so they'll just like do whatever. It's wild. I've seen, I've seen like stay at home moms like drop their kids off at school and then go give a, a BJ in a parking lot of Walgreens. Like, it's wild. Honestly, pop off. <laughs> oh, my God. She's not a good... That's wild. That's wild. Wait, so... Well, I'm trying to think. What was, the, what was the prompt of, like, you following the person who crapped on the sidewalk? Like, what was... Yeah, what was their Why crime? were you initially tailing them? Like, workers' comp fraud? Oh, I see. It's always workers' comp. What? And it always yeah. leads to something workers else. Workers' comp, liability, car accidents, People who like say that. they can't It's work never the cheating for... cases where you get someone doing some crazy stuff like That's that. That's what like, I thought the wife was like, I think my husband might go shit in the <laughs> Barnes & Noble parking lot every day. I would want to know that I'd about know. them. I would need to know that information, and that would be just... Because, oh yeah, I was going to say, I have had diarrhea in a Barnes and Noble and it's a good place everybody has yeah. I actually saw a TikTok that was saying Isn't that a thing? there's like a smell that Barnes and Nobles elicits it's similar to uh I really saw this and it's yeah. like Barnes and Nobles the scent of it makes people have to go to the bathroom and it's similar to Target <laughs> because I always have to shit in Target too they say fluorescent lighting and something else makes your body <laughs> this is Mackenzie's probably... <laughs> face right now she's like either she's either terrified or she's like this explains this so, is much. so much you're like right in front of a, like a fluorescent light you're like <laughs> oh god but no I'm just like why didn't he go in the Barnes and Noble like why did he go in the parking people, lot some people have weird stuff about that where they're like oh I can't like oh, I have yeah. friends who are like oh if I go on a week vacation I can only go to, I can only shit my own in my own bathroom at home I'm like you gotta yeah. figure that out because you're gonna get hurt. But it's a step yeah. further if you can't shit anywhere but your own home and also in a public in a parking, parking lot. lot. <laughs> if you're ever I accused can't. of workers' comp fraud, just Don't. we know what's gonna happen to you. <laughs> Oh, well, on, on that Could note. you imagine, though, if I actually, like, if that particular case went to court and I'm sitting there in front of a jury of my peers and yeah. we're just all watching a video of somebody, like, taking and then they're like, he has back injuries, but he's squatting. But he's squatting all yeah. mine. Oh, my God. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> oh, God. That'll get him. Terrible. I mean, that's wild. Oh, you're doing a wall squat. You have powerful quads, sir. Yeah. I hope at least if he's sitting in court, he goes, shit. Yeah. <laughs> just to give a little fun. Oh my god. Well, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank too. you. You're the best. Thank you for having us. This was so fun. I know I mean, I just feel like this is all the things I ever wanted to talk about. I feel no, like exactly. I just want to have you both back every week and ask questions about crazy yeah. stories. 
you must be you must be so sick of people must just all the time be like what else have has happened what else like no my i went to a new dentist the other day (laughs) my tooth broke he's like what's the craziest story and i'm like you have no like people that's the most common question probably what's your craziest story and i'm like there's so many where to begin people do not realize you do not realize what people will do when they don't think anybody's watching start a podcast and i actually for 16 years didn't tell these stories because everybody's like you need to tell these stories i'm like who's gonna listen they're dumb and then one day i just posted a pi story on instagram and it blew up and i was like really and so then i started telling my stories and everybody's like no way and i'm like you guys cannot find this entertaining and sure as hell these people find it y'all think it's because you know what i mean it's just like look at any reality tv show if we really think about it's like all these famous TV shows are just normal families doing boring. I mean, they have to kind of create drum nothing, but humans are nosy. We want to know yeah, what is going on. Yeah. Especially yeah. with dating. We can all yes. relate to it. No, exactly. And well, then you're just like, yeah. wow, the things we can do. It's like there'll be people know. I'll see on Facebook, like someone I went to high school with, or like I, I had eighth grade English with them. I don't care about them in any way. I don't know anything about them. I don't even know their last name. Yeah. I'll see they've like deleted their profile picture with their husband you're like i need to know five hours on the computer i'm like okay they've had two kids what is going on like i have to know and i feel like i'm like should i just dm this person like you don't remember me but i need to know what happened to your marriage like did he cheat (laughs) like what's going on yeah your people are nosy you're nosy (gasps) oh that's one last question have you ever gotten a request for someone else's marriage like it's just a third party who's interested to see (sighs) what happened oh yeah Um, just nosy nothing to do with that that's a good idea i'm gonna do it (laughs) um not no, not particularly. Oh. Not that I can. Not that I can think of. Have mm. Have you ever gotten a request where it's like this person seems a little bit removed from the situation to be asking about it? You're like, why are you? Yeah, like, really going you mean on like, here? have has anybody ever asked me to do surveillance? And I'm like, mm, why are you asking? Because that's weird. Yeah. Um. Th- I mean, there's there's a there's a couple of cases well there was one case i think i talked about already on on my social but it was the guy um a guy wanted to know about his co-worker's husband and i was like why do you want to know and it was because he wanted to date her they but they were just like no it was the husband wanted to know about the wife's co-worker. He thought they were right. Like, I was like, why do you want to know? It, it was a weird story. It was dumb. And they, yeah. they were oh. just co-workers. But he, I guess he thought they were cheating. I'm not really sure. Interesting. Interesting. Also, sometimes people come to you and they're just like, I want you to find this out so I can go kill them. And you're like, not no. going to do that one. <laughs> well, I've had people reach out to me and go, this guy cut me off in traffic. Here's his tag. Can you look him up? <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm not doing that. No. I do send you people I match with on dating apps, though, and I do. <laughs> that's you, good. Yeah. That's safe. But you do it. You don't go like crazy. You just help me find their LinkedIn and make sure that they look nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We like it's. I I just I feel like it. Like my intuition, my PI yeah. intuition. If it feels like something that's just a little bit like where they're just trying to like be vengeful, or they just it's not really. Yeah. If there's not like anticipation of any kind of litigation, I kind of try to stay away from it, just because some people just want to know, and I'm like, I don't. That's kind of a liability. I don't yeah. want to, you know. Just so there's been couple a couple cases where I've gotten information for someone, and they have totally gone to like use the information to try and hurt the person. And I just, you know, you gotta yeah, be really you gotta careful. Be careful. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. This has been such a treat. And mm-hmm. I just appreciate you two so much. It's been so fun. We love both of you. Yeah. Thank oh you for having gosh. us. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you for, yeah, just thank you. This has been so fun. And where do people find yeah. you guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so our our dating detectives pod our dating detective Instagram is dating detectives podcast. I always and you can it. find me at freedom underscore Barbie. Amazing. Okay. And I'm at Hannah Andergram. And it's H A N N A. Amazing. And then like Anderson, but like and her Andergram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a pun. Amazing. But yeah. Perfect. Let and us know if you need like, us. <laughs> we will. I feel like I'm going to be like, Sarah, should we do another episode where uh, they tell us a cool story? Yeah. And Sarah's like, so the podcast can't just be them. I'm like, I mean, it could maybe. be. Well, it is. But then it's that, their podcast at that point. <laughs> I know. We, stole, we just steal your guys' idea, but it's just you. Okay. That's but a good so idea. so much fun, though. We would love to, we would love to, to no, connect seriously. with you guys again. Oh come back. Especially we'll when Mackenzie's in LA again. We should. Yes, we have to. Yeah, for sure. Please. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank I feel like you I guys. want to hug. But, but we can. We will. Sorry, but they I'm don't need to see. This is private. Oh, yay. And a virtual hug. Yeah. <laughs> but make sure to rate us five stars, review us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. And we are on YouTube, so make sure to like and subscribe. And let these lovely women know how amazing they did yes. and ask them questions. And their info will be linked in the bio. Yes. So go follow them. Right. Yay. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.